Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network episode 64. This is our weekly music production, marketing, and technology podcast. Today we're talking noise synths or noise apps and a couple of interesting ways to use them. And we've also got a code giveaway for a new noise app from We Name You Apps. Many thanks to Alex for sending us a few of those. Then we'll talk some new gear, of course. And then, uh, Twitter competitor from Instagram. That should be interesting. And then finally, in the round robin, we'll talk effects chains on the master bus. Is it a good thing? Is it a no-no? I don't know. Let's talk about it, right? Thanks, everyone who's joining us live. Let us know in the chat what you've been up to this week. And I also want to give a quick welcome to everyone listening over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We appreciate you. And we've got something special for all of you uh, with this contest as well. With me today, for the first time in what seems like eons, <laughs> it's Curtis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is Eon Lake, and he's sporting a rather rugged five o'clock shadow. I just want to call that out. How's it going, Eon Lake? How's it been? It's been rugged. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the beard, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Things are okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for all asking. Right. Nice to be back. Yeah, we missed long. you, man. What have Where you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? I've actually been taking a bit of a break musically although i did buy a new synthesizer <laughs> oh no what'd you get uh i got the modded out uh behringer td3 Ooh. so it's their their version of a devilfish modded uh 303 interesting very yeah. cool got is that for the live set or just for, for you for fun <laughs> yeah all right. So you right. don't have to buy a proper 303 and ship it to some bloke in Australia and then pay an absolute fortune to have him modify it. It's yeah. uh, pretty cheap. So, yeah, it's fun. It's got distortion and loads of patch points and another oscillator and loads of controls that aren't on the original. It's, uh, yeah, I like it. It's a bit That's cool. But, yeah, in the meantime, I'm, I'm just taking a little break thinking about what I want to do next. Okay, that's good. That's good. And uh, I mean, I got to tell you, we're very happy to have you. And before I go to our next host, I just want to read a couple of chats we got. Uh, Survey Channel is in the chat. He gives some fire emoji. And I like that this one actually shows the emojis. Usually, maybe it's like obscure emojis that don't register or something. But what's going on, Matt? How was the live set? And yeah. then Bendu is also in the chat. What's going on, Bendu? Happy to have you all. And uh, oh, actually, Survey Channel already responded. Thanks to Curtis in the chat. Uh, he says, "Going fine. Set went well. Good times. That's awesome. I hope you got some video." But yeah. but anyways, also with us today is our Audionautic co-pilot, Curtis. How's it going? Yo, uh, yeah, good. It's all good. Um, there's been lots going on. It's been here, there. It's been everywhere, up, down, everywhere. It's been insane. Uh, to be honest, this week I've been doing lots of rigging. Uh, lots of rigging. Um, mapping out a new uh, studio space with uh, a new uh, Mac and a new set of audio treatment, new Behringer X32 compact with all the wires going everywhere. Um, yeah. yeah. Been a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. Intense, but a lot of fun. Um, I don't think I've ever seen so much cables in one space. Um, <laughs> and that's Hopefully there's some good cable management and not just chaos. Lots, lots of tape, lots of yeah. very neatly put out places, lots of stations. You know how much I love my stations. So, uh, yeah. yeah. How about you, dude? What have you been doing? I have been ridiculously busy. I'm going to Hawaii next Friday. So I'm trying to get 
everything ready for that, all these different things. And then um, I was doing that demo for this uh, noise app that we're talking about, which was a lot of fun. But it just feels like I get one thing done and then remember, oh, yeah, I have eight million other things to do. And the day just goes by and I still have so much left to do. But I took a walk this morning and I purposefully just went somewhere new. Like I just went to a new area because I've been living in this area for two years and I uh, I haven't really explored it like I did where I grew up and all that stuff. So I'm trying to make a point and also just I want to get lost in areas and try to find my way back without using Google Maps. So that's what I did. <laughs> and I'm happy to say I did get back. Hence why I'm back. Here. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I did make okay. it back and I didn't need Google. So <laughs> So yeah. is it you have to you have to lose yourself to find yourself again. Um, yeah, well, it's just so. I, I like to wander like that. And then just trying to use my brain to remember like, oh, yeah, if I m went this certain way, like try to get acclimated to the area and know everything like about where I'm going and things like that. It's just it's it's an interesting way to, I guess, exercise the brain in a way or something like that. But yeah, I get that. Awesome. Excellent stuff. Um, that's always nice to see. So we have <laughs> one says he likes to wander. Yay. Not all wander are lost, right? <laughs> Coming straight in with the dad jokes. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah uh, we got a jam-packed show. Um, let's get into it because we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot of through stuff to talk through. So um, let's start with our giveaway. This is our giveaway. We're very excited for it. This is Sam Warper is in the making. Uh, he's been hard at the whole networking thing. Sam Warper, what is it? What are we doing? Yeah, so we are taking a look at, we've covered them before, We Name You Apps. Uh, we did the Sinusidu app and I think the Soundfruise app, which was like a mm. sampler, mangler, noise thing. But this app, I think it's 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 a bit hard to pronounce. It's Bruja Hazer or something to that Bruja effect. Hazer. Sorry Hazer. if I just completely butchered it. But uh, I, I put a link to the app store in the um, thing. Yeah, there, hold on. I'll, I'll pop it on up. Here it is. So yeah, you're, you're welcome to say it as you want, but experimental noise machine. So we've got a bit of a demo, but I'm just gonna read a little bit about it first. So it's an AUV three effect and standalone app, features two sound sources, synth and modulator with various noise and tone making settings. The sound of these two sources is passed to the ring modulator and then goes to a switchable filter unit. The app works as an effect and the input goes to both synth and modulator sections. When the modulator is inactive, it passes audio input and then all XY control pads have sustain switches, which comes in quite handy. But yeah, so I did a bit of a demo for this. And I, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to dive into it. I didn't have a lot of time with it. So I focused on taking some of these noises and chopping them up to create drums on the SP404. And this would work. You could that you can get some like sign noises and things like that that would be tonal. But this is kind of more atonal and more for drums. But you guys ready to take a look? Or Eon, like, do you have anything you want to say first? Show me. Okay, yeah, there we go. All right. I, I just want to make sure with you because you've been gone for a while. So, you know, I, I want to make sure you're included. Right? I did see a little <laughs> sneaky peek of this and it's, it's peaked my Good, okay. Well. All right, well, let's take a look at it and then we'll talk the giveaway. So I'm making a snare here. Oh, I like that. That's what you Just need. wait, man. That. I love that. Here we go. So we'll get a kick from this. 
I, I quite like just this, actually. <laughs> yeah, I made some noise with it, like TV static as well. I love that clicking. Now we got two kicks and a snare. There you go. It's amazing what you can do isn't it? Wait, we're gonna get a hi-hat. So put it in chromatic because I'm gonna go up a pitch or octave. There you go. So two kicks. Here's some noise. And then th that's not from that, but it's in my new sample pack. <laughs> All those drum sounds that arpeggio and a bunch of other stuff in a new sample pack sounds by sunwarper.bandcamp.com if you want to check it out but um we have a giveaway for the app if you want to make your own sound so curtis do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so yeah uh so uh sunwarper contacted the creators of of we name you apps uh well of this uh, particular synthesizer and they've given us three codes we have three codes to give away um which is really really cool really really nice and so we are splitting this and doing this in the fairest most democratic way that we can kind of think about it so we're going to put a question listening and listening back um and uh your, your answer to the question um goes into the comments and the most liked comments by this time next week on top the YouTube, two liked comments top we two got, sorry yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Top two liked comments here on uh, the YouTube and then across over on the Spotify. There's one code going when it goes up on Saturday. Um, and they will just give the codes out to those people. So the question is, what is the most inventive way in which you can see using this app for your own workflow? I'll say that again. What is the most inventive way in which you can see using this app for your own workflow two codes on youtube put a comment in the uh, link below and people can like it depending what they want to go for and then one in the comments on spotify if you do uh, post on spotify it is public and we need to contact you so maybe put your handle like your instagram handle or your twitter handle maybe not your email but <laughs> something along those lines so that we can contact you and give you the code if it is the most liked so yeah um Really exciting. Um, I would like to see how these sounds get mangled in the future. So yeah, yeah, and like I said, I'm I just scratched the surface on that demo that I did, but you could even hear there is some tonal noise, like that bassy part, and I cut some parts where I got some really loud segments. I'll try to put the full video later up for all the patrons. Um, it'll be on the Patreon Twitter, but um, yeah. So if you want to get in on the contest, just comment below most inventive way you can think of to use this app for music making and then share it, do whatever you can to get the likes on it. And uh, the top two most liked comments will win it. And then on Spotify, this episode will go live on Saturday. If you answer the question there, 
will contact you as long as you can put a handle or something like that, that we can get in contact with you. And before we move on, a couple of comments. Uh, Hydro Fighter says that he's busy, but trying to stay in tune. Yeah, I mean, we all try to stay in tune, right? <laughs> Max <laughs> says sick beats, appreciate it. Yeah, let us know in the comments what you think, and uh, hopefully you can win that. And then J-Bell says, why does it feel like two dudes were experimenting and were having a laugh, and one said, bro, ha Then they came up with the name, bro, ha Iser. Yeah, I mean, like Eon Lake says, he said, that's what I thought. <laughs> And J Bell, the comments will be after the episode airs. So yeah. just comment after the episode airs. We, well, you'll know when it ends because you'll be watching through the end. But then as soon as it ends, just get your comment in and we'll go from there. I have a feeling he's just going to turn off now. That's what it's going to be just out of spite. But we'll have to see. Well, it's uh, up to him. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, you could do whatever you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, it's quite exciting. That's our first giveaway on Audio Nautic. So we hope that you guys get involved. Uh, it be really fun to see. Uh, hopefully. As we continue to go forward, uh, we'll do some more. Um, but I suppose that depends on how much this is well received. And we've got J Bell person turquoise waving. <laughs> That's what I was talking <laughs> about with the emojis that don't show up. <laughs> J Bell is mad at you now. He says Curtis has no faith. I believe in you, J Bell. That's why I, yeah. I said that. But you know, Curtis is Curtis. Yeah. But I do want to add a quick disclaimer that I probably should have added at the start. But I was just excited to share the sounds. Uh, Alex from We Name You Apps sent over the code for me to check out the app, has no say in the content that we made for it, and he was kind enough to send us a few codes to do this giveaway, so massive thanks to him, and um, yeah, it's a very cool app, all that stuff is cool, the app is $5 on the app store, but we've got three to give away, so yeah. Mm. Very nice. Um, yeah, one more time, one more time, just because I, I like the fact that this might be a little bit like Radio 4. Um, what is the most inventive way in which you can see this app or using this app for your own workflow? So let us know. Yeah. yeah, and real quick, Survey Channel asked, he asked this in the patron, and I, I didn't get a chance to check on it. He said, is it iOS only? I think it is. I know it would work with new Macs and things like that, but um, I think it's iOS only, but I'll talk to Alex and find out and let you know in the patron um but yeah it may be ios only i think the codes i got are for apple only so mm. yeah i think with most new apps they tend to come out on ios only because there's less bugs involved i believe that's the case yeah um and no drivers and stuff like that so i think that's kind of the way to go forward they might come out later on i i have i've got no apple products so i'm always on the back end of this um but, don't yeah. you have a mac though uh, I've got. A, I do. It's, it's at work, so I, I can't uh, put my own stuff on it yet. I was gonna say um, you could make a little noise in the background, you know. Well, we'll get there. I just have to have to solidify the relationship first. It's relatively new, but we'll see. Um, without getting into the day job, so to speak, um, this might be a good opportunity for us to thank our patrons ever so much. Um, thank you ever so much for your patronage. If you like what we do and you like what we're getting on with please consider becoming a patron. Um, pledges start at $2 a month. We have a lovely little community growing here on uh, over on Patreon. We have our own uh, Twitter uh, conversation, uh, group chat, community, et cetera. And there's also the Discord as well. Um, it really helps. It allows us to do more of this stuff. Um, we love it. We want to do more. We have you know, ideas of where we're going. Um, we're always evolving. So yeah, um, head over to 
patreon.com slash audionautic and i have it here so you can see i've already got it queued up yeah there you go that's teamwork teamwork makes the dream work doesn't it brother <laughs> so yeah that's what we need yeah um we are, we are getting into some more pre-recorded content thankfully because of our patrons we managed to get Streamyard, which allows us to do more stuff with other cameras and things like that um and we're going to bring those to our patrons first um and so yeah please consider supporting the show because it's, it's good fun we like doing it yeah all of the patron support helps us do this and more of this and demos like we've been doing and these giveaways and all that kind of stuff so we really appreciate it starts at two dollars you get access to a twitter group an exclusive discord channel we have week monthly hangouts with all of the patrons over on discord and then um we're going to be adding in a new kind of listening party type thing each month where we'll be doing a binary stars episode where we listen to two songs, what Curtis and I have been vibing with and the patrons and we just hang out. But um, yeah, if you want to check it out, patreon.com slash audionautic. And the link is also in the description. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, it's in the show notes, but thanks for your support. And of course, just hanging out is more than enough. So thanks for watching. And now we'll get into some news. Yeah. Uh, so coming back, uh, this is a hangover for, oh, wrong one. Sorry, uh, hit the wrong button. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, we, the stream uh, yard got... learning curve, right? Thanks to our patrons <laughs> for helping us get there. <laughs> Very Slide. much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've, I've named this uh, segment mm, Texture after one of the patches that you find on one on my trusty Ultram over here. Um <laughs> Uh, this is <laughs> this is a hangover from uh, Sonic Booth. It was actually a last week's show, but we didn't have enough time to talk about it. Um, this is the Sonic Wear Texture Lab, a granulizer synthesizer. Really, really cool piece of gear. Um, the a lot a lot of the beats that I see from people are uh, when they ask for feedback. What comes back to me every time is ear candy things in the the peripheries of our existences which make it just a little bit more interesting for our adhd riddle brains um and the this... peripheries of our existence wow yeah, over here. that's that's very <laughs> very existential for that <laughs> we're going deep <laughs> it's been a hell of a week bro it's been a hell I of a week tell. Yeah. i can tell i can tell um <laughs> so um this is a lovely little groove box um it's a little bit eight bitty and it basically um is a sampler inside um, there's a, it's a granular, as a, sorry, essentially a granular synthesizer, uh, with shimmer reverb and 128 step sequencer, uh, in, in built in there mm -hmm. as well. And I don't know, it just, it feels like a really interesting kind of way just to kind of create lovely little textures and lovely little sound, especially in our ambient electronic world. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, they did that lo-fi 12 that we covered that I know you two weren't very jazzed up about, but I thought it was awesome. They seem to do some really cool and pretty affordable synthesizers, samplers, things like that, that um, look like they do a specific function, but they do it well and they're a lot of fun to mm -hmm. use in that way. Do you know how much mm -hmm. this one costs? Uh, 240 USD. Yeah, see? Pre I think the, the Lo-Fi 12 is like 250 or something like that, too. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you what, let's have a listen, little listen to it. We've got a little sound demo. There we go. And then talk about it. All right, so here we go. Yeah, that definitely sounds peripheral to my existence. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. 
do one more. That's great. I know, that's insane. <laughs> it's just called fear. It's just mashed. It's mangled. I'll leave it there for now. Because Imagine combining that with that Bruja Hazer. Yeah. Well, he's not, yeah but some... You could just... Yeah. You could just get into chaos with those two. Completely. Uh, Eon Lake, what your thoughts on that little box? <laughs> I'd like to play with it, actually. It sounds, <laughs> um, it sounds a bit psychedelic. The, the things yeah. that you tend to get out of it, are, even the nightmarish stuff, they're kind of like, you know, bad trippy. <laughs> it's, I really like it. Um, I'd like to see more, yeah. I mean... I may not always be up for some of these little things, but I like anyone who wants to approach product design or or instrument design from a completely different angle that has got a vision, especially something that's kind of focused like this, where they know what I want it to be. It is that. Um, I kind of I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. It looks and pretty I like cool. little things that make weird noises. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cool. Curtis, you brought this to the table. What do you think about it? I uh, I I am uh, in a similar vibe. I think it's one of those where you could really again sample something and then mangle it in something else. It's something where sound design really comes in. It's uh, Obviously, not the cheapest thing in the world, uh, which there's some barriers there. But I do believe that in a world where everyone is creating some form of electronic music and there's a lot of clonage and there's a lot of kind of like people trying to emulate other sounds and stuff like that, this does give you something entirely almost uh, generative, almost something completely different every time. 128 mm. step sequencer. That's really interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It's really interesting. Can you put a link to um, the either the Syntopia or the actual Sonicware website for it. Cause that, that looks really cool. If anybody wants to check mm -hmm. it out and see more about it, what it does and all that. I mean, I, I think like we always say, we should celebrate these unique sounding synths, especially when they're rather cost effective in the sense of this one's like 240 bucks or something, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't that much, but yeah, of course there is always a cost barrier, but there's apps and things like that that can do similar things if you want something like that for cheaper. But, um, like we always say with hardware, it's that tactile response that mm -hmm. makes the difference. Um, J-Bell in our chat is not a fan. He says, doesn't sound worth $200 to me as a VST. I mean, it's a piece of hardware, so it's not a VST, correct? It's a piece of hardware? Yeah. It's a piece of hardware, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just like the other Sonicware. So this is a piece of hardware you can take it with you. I would assume it's pretty tiny because most of them are usually pretty small. And then Trauma Cake says, love your streams. Well, we appreciate that. Always happy to have you here. Um, but yeah, I think that looks pretty cool. And like I said, we talk a lot about classic clones of synths and stuff like that. So seeing something kind of unique in its own right and stuff, mm. always a good thing. Can I, can I just add to that? Trauma cakes, love the handle. The notion of cake and uh, like trauma and cake form. How did like, I know you were going to gravitate to that? <laughs> I, I just <laughs> knew, I knew that you'd, you'd dig that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and Jay Bell says he didn't know that it was hardware. Yeah, so it's a, it's a piece of hardware. Um, is it battery operated? I think some of those Sonicwares yeah. are battery operated. Yeah. So it's it's nice, mm. portable, small like that. Jay Bell says so. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, totally. I mean, you're welcome to not like it. It's not That's everything cool. is for everyone. I did just want to clarify that it's it's not a VST. It is hardware, and um, yeah, 
yeah it's a way forward um but it looks awesome it looks like a little box like i say a little box of originality something that yeah. will create something different every For the time peripherals of your existence yeah. right purely yeah. if if you if you're if you're too much set in the mainstream of your consciousness and something sits on the outside that is exactly what you need but i like how you kind of set it up as like an ear candy maker right like just background sounds that you could have going behind the main bits of music i it sounds like it's fully capable of making legit you know i mean mm. obviously melodies and things like that but some of those sounds would definitely just be nice washed in reverb in the background of a song yeah. or that's swell cool. it up in a certain part to like really emphasize a thing something like that i mean that's yeah. i like the sound of that that first or second demo they did uh, when you were playing that was like ooh, yeah yeah <laughs> I, th I think we. I think if you look at kind of where hardware synths are at, like we talk a lot about the micro freak recently, for example, and we talk a lot about uh, the deep mind, you know, and we talk a lot about what these synthesizers can do and their sounds and their classic sounds and kind of what they contribute to the co the construction of a of a piece. Mm -hmm. They're all very much geared towards specifically that. It's rare that you see something that is. I mean, maybe uh, maybe I'm talking. Uh, maybe I'm uh, wrong here, but the notion of something that's specifically built to be a bit weird and to be a bit out and to do something mm. again in this world where everything's going towards the center with like streaming services and lo-fi and stuff like that like this is specifically geared to the other and that's the awesome other. yeah the other yeah very cool is your cat that. still up above you no she got down okay uh, i thought that <laughs> before we went live one of curtis's cats was above him in that uh what is that a closet behind you yeah yeah, the wood, yeah, yeah. It was just, he, she was just standing there right on top of it just i thought she was gonna jump down and attack him like right when we started yeah. <laughs> but apparently not all's good all's good in the world yeah but yeah I fed her what else have before, we got so we're in okay. the news oh say um, i'm sorry <laughs> no, I just said I fed up just before going on on, ah. on air, so we're okay. Um, okay, so next up, um, our last piece of official news is uh, coming out of Cherry Audio, uh, striking the, the Nova Chord. They have a new, brand new VST called the Nova Chord, which I'm going to share here, which is an interesting. If if our Texture Lab was something that's very futuristic and very in uh, very uh, sci-fi, this is something that is a lot more Peripheral. classic. Hey something like that yeah um we have uh it, it's basically based on the hammond organ uh that was constructed between 1939 and 1942 um and it is a lovely little basically like a little uh hammond organ and it looks pretty cool polyphonic synthesizers the nova chord a revolutionary instrument that used a staggering 163 vacuum tubes 1000 custom capacitors and weighed 500 pounds now you get it in a vst basically um it's basically a hammond organ going proper cheap on uh cherry audio itself um it's got it's 32 voice um essentially and it's only for 40 bucks 40 usd uh in this nice. idea now if you, now if you look at i don't know if you're if any of you have got complete control i don't know if you've got anything in those kind of vscs they can be quite pricey um and if you're trying to create a kind of classic sound based on this cherry audio famous for their vintage sounds is there a actual demo of the sound of it in that video let's have, let's have a look let's have a little look uh, soon yeah. after we come down here our friends at cherry audio you can hear it just behind the behind the narration itself music classics back to life nova chord plus solo box 
featuring the groundbreaking tone generation and ADSR techniques that continue to influence today's electronic That's cool. Yeah. And it's I mean, uh, for both of those come together for 40 bucks, you said? Yes, essentially, yeah. Um, obviously, he was talking a little bit behind what was going on, but the notion of having that lovely hammered organ sound uh, is a really nice way to go. Um, and yeah, both for 40 bucks. But they go up to 50 bucks in June. Still. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, if that's the sound you're looking for, something to try out something new. I I love that marketing as well. Like, I mean, obviously they've yeah, done it like a very sure. classic kind of like 19, 1940s, 1950s American kind of like yeah, infomercial. The, it sounded like they did the microphone right. Maybe that was just coming all the bit reduction from the internet and streaming. But to me, it sounded like they did that old school like microphone technique. The sound of it had that very old school sound. Bendu's digging the vibe of it. I mean, Bendu, you're the one that that turned me on to Cherry Audio with that uh, the MG1, that free Moog clone. That I, that gets a lot of use in the studio here, but uh, curious, Bendu, if you're looking to get that one and what you would use it for, if there's anything in mind you have or just to have it. Yeah. Uh, Eon Lake, is that something you're going to pick up? Um, I'm one of those people that, um, you know, I've often talked about uh, how what you do is an expression of all of your little foibles, all the things you like, your sensitivities, your, you know, Hammond, I just, it's one of those sounds I've never really liked much. And I've recorded like real ones with Leslie's and everything. And, uh, but having said that, I did quite like the sounds on the, um, on the video there. So I don't know. Normally Hammond. Maybe it's changing your, your perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I maintain an open mind. If something sounds good, it sounds good. Right. And some of those sounds, especially from the vocal part of it, were almost sort of Mellotron-esque, and I love a Mellotron. Um, oh. So I don't know, maybe after all, actually, despite you know being um, quite against it to begin with. Everything's an arc. Everything's a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all relative, isn't it? And Everything. you might sometimes find something you don't think you like, but you do. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. just putting super massive on it will make you <laughs> completely. You know, you'd be like, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. I was thinking more of like tape echo or something, but yeah. Well, sure, sure. You know, Mellow okay. five. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, Mellow Five, of course. Benny says, I rarely reach for their Aturia organ plugins. I have, but uh, that he has, but this video makes me wonder why. <laughs> yeah, well, take those out then. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah, I've recently been, as I'm staring at my MIDI keyboard here. And I've recently been using it for lots of uh, like uh, Rhodes pianos and stuff like that uh, in my live streams. And I'm thinking uh, maybe it's time to experiment with an Hammond organ. It's another form, another classic form. And like build all the electronic weird shit over here and then make it kind of like the organic tones over here. Um, maybe we'll see when we get paid. We'll see. There what, you go. Yeah. Going. Couple bits more yeah. in the chat. Hydrofighter says, I have the same one, Bendu. I'm not a fan of organs in what I do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get that. I get that. But you never know. One day it just might fit right, you know? Look at the Interstellar soundtrack, right? I mean, that, to me, I'm not a fan of organs. But when I hear that kind of thing, I'm like, oh, okay. And Survey Channel sounds like a fan. <laughs> organs, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hydrofighter says, I prefer using hearts, livers, and brains for organs. Yeah, you know, whatever floats nice. your boat. <laughs> There we go. There we go. There we go. And uh, Survey Channel says techno organ for the next Curtis Loop Boop. Oh, maybe a thought. Um, 
we are we are using uh some warpers mashed up or samples in the live stream today so maybe there's something that will come from that they're not all mashed no but some I mean, are baked yeah there's some are baked i or diced, yeah. Yeah, I, dice, I, you know, yeah, be, yeah. We got any Julienne in there though, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so yeah, uh that is uh the last of our official news, but uh I get to use this banner, I get to use this banner. We did have some oh, you gotta flash it, really trigger, yeah. you know. <laughs> really, everybody fear and stay inside. We have breaking news, no. <laughs> Um, what did come up? Uh, what came up yesterday, which is the day after uh, some more and I sit down and plan the the course for the show, and nothing changes after Monday. We've realised um, that, but we have found out that the new push three from Ableton, uh, not yeah, from Ableton, has been uh, released. Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's not is. a ticker. Hold on, I gotta uh, make it a ticker. Hold make on, here ticker. we go. Make it a ticker. There we go. Um, push three got announced uh, yesterday. Ding, 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 ding. Um, and uh, it, I, well, it's we have some ideas of what it's going with. There's a few people who have got more influence than us who are out on the YouTubes who have uh, been playing around. Apparently, they've had it for a while and they got sent out. Ableton, if you want to talk about uh, the push four, please consider us for an yeah. idea. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it looks awesome. <laughs> we won't um, show it too much. <laughs> um, it looks really interesting, uh, not just because it is a controller of Ableton by Ableton, uh, which is really intensive and really, sorry, extensive, not intensive, but I suppose it is intensive. Um, but also what I find really interesting is, is it comes as a standalone DAW. This is awesome. Battery powered. It's got uh, space in there as well. And it can run for, I think you said two hours somewhere. That's what I saw, two hours. Mm. So it can, it can run you can, standalone. So you can put sounds into it and you can record through it, both MIDI and audio directly into this little box. Uh, and then you can you can put that into Ableton and move everything around. Um, yeah, We have a few Ableton users in the chat. Uh, for example, Hydro Fighter, J-Bell, um, uh, Sun Warper, for example. Yeah, yeah. I, I use I use gray. <laughs> so yeah, um, it is out there. There are people who are talking about it. Um, anyone excited? I know we have some mixed reactions here. Can you show a picture of it? Uh, I can get one up while you're giving us your opinion. Yes. Yeah, I mean this. I didn't really take a long look at it. I just wanted to mention it because, like you said, Curtis, we have some Ableton users both in this video or in this stream, but also our patrons and viewers. A lot of them use it. I know there's a couple patrons, not patrons. I know there's a couple of viewers who um, are like me and not the biggest fans of Ableton, but I like the concept of the push specifically. It's very cool. And I like that this has a standalone option. Here's a picture. And I just wanted to add quickly that... Uh, my favorite thing about it is scrolling past right now on the bottom. On the bottom? It's not... Yeah, of our, of our live stream. Oh, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's the best part. I mean, let's celebrate, you know. <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I, I like the idea of push. It's very cool. I know Eon Lake has one, so I'd rather let him speak about it a bit. Um, so, yeah, Eon Lake, what's your take on the push three? Oh, good. You've brought out another one. Um, <laughs> I think this is great for people who don't have a push and want to get a push. Um, I don't really want to buy another one. I'd kind of like the one I've got to be supported for a long time yet. 
Um, <clears throat> Can I just ask quickly, Ian, like when did the Push 2 come out? God, it was years ago. Yeah, it was a good couple of years ago. Okay. Um, I like the fact that, it, I mean, the reason I got it was because it's so tailored perfectly to the software because it's designed for it. Um, I don't know if Akai are still building them for them, but they were definitely collaborating in the early days. Well-built, solid pieces of kit. And I like what it lets you do, what it gives you, you know, get away from the computer and um, but do the same thing that you're doing just without staring at a stream, screen and using a mouse. And that was my goal. As far as a new one, I mean, yeah, there are probably lots of ways it can be improved. It's probably got a lot to do with MPE. MPE is just not something I'm gelling with at the moment. Can uh, you just share for anyone not familiar with MPE what that is? Yeah, what is it? Multi polyphonic. <laughs> don't talk about it if you don't know what it is. <laughs> it's it's you know where you have multi you have multiple axes where you can add different movement to your sounds, but the sounds to me always seem quite modern and digital and gotcha. of a particular type. And it's just not an area that I'm interested in. Sonically, I don't mm -hmm. like the sounds. No. So I'm not particularly interested in MPE. I'll have to look at what the other features are. As far as it being a standalone thing and, you know, laptop supportable, you know, do we need this? It's, it's really that's, good. That's it's a good question uh, because Bendu mentioned something. But first, Hydro Fighters got you covered. He says it's MIDI polyphonic expression. And he also said, and Curtis, you can probably answer this. Hydrofighter also said, I thought I read that the standalone setup is another thousand dollars or close to that. So I think Curtis yeah. had mentioned, I thought it was just one push three that was standalone. And I think it's 2000 bucks, 2000 USD. But Curtis was telling me that there's a standalone version and a non standalone version. Correct, Curtis? Yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. got just the general push. I've actually got got the website itself up Throw on the it screen up. if you want to see. Here we go. So, yeah, okay. So you've got, you've got uh, if I just zoom this in, uh, free shipping apparently uh, if you add to cart. There um, you go. You have the standard, you have the standard push itself, uh, which is in the euros is 949, right? And then you have the standalone, which is, yes, it's about an extra grand or 999 odd. Um, and eight gigs you know. of RAM interesting yeah. 256 it, ssd yeah oh so what, I, what i was getting at sorry uh but you know like mentioned about laptops being portable bendu said i don't feel like i utilize my push to enough but this has thrown my laptop shopping into question but i don't think you can run vsts on it um it it doesn't support third-party vsts mm. no um obviously if you're controlling ableton with it traditionally then yes it will work but not within the standalone it's kind of driven towards ableton stock yeah uh, it's interesting because i mean i feel like as someone that just bought a laptop for that portability and stuff the flexibility of being able to customize the amount of ram i want the ssd and all that mm. kind of stuff and make it tailored for my needs was very nice. I mean, I'm not trashing this. It looks really cool. And I love the fact that it's standalone. You know me, you know me, I love separate things. And I mean, I know this isn't Dallas because it literally is a DAW, but it's just getting away from a screen mm. or a big computer screen or something. But yeah, it's like you could bring a laptop and the non-standalone push. And, but I mean, that would be money too. Um, and then Bendu says, and the non-standalone could be upgraded later. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, this is what I this is what I quite like about it. You can replace the processor, the battery, and the hard drive as the technology improves, which is cool. Uh, but also, you can, if you just want to buy the normal push, you can upgrade it to the standalone later. 
which is a kind of a, I think that's a really nice touch, personally. I think yeah. it's kind of like it's the right way thing. to go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the prices are right, though. I, I agree with a lot of the guys in the chat thinking it's a lot of money. You could get a laptop for that. It's a lot more flexible. Um, yeah. I mean, what push gives you is, is you know, control, fingertip control, hands-on, right? That's great. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to replace your laptop with it then uh, and get into all the specs and all the rest of it, you think, I could just get a computer, right, and use a computer. I mean... A part of me wonders, you know, where this comes from. Do we need these things? Or is it come to the fact that computers and doors have become such perfect tools that now it's like, well, now we've got to try and do it on something else just because we can't sell that anymore. It's kind mm-hmm. of evolved. And then you say it was 128 step sequencer. Well, I've got a million step sequencer on my laptop. Why do I need <laughs> hardware sequencer? You know? It's just like, do we need this stuff? Or is it just because we've sold all the laptops we can, we need to sell other stuff? I don't know. That's an interesting, that's interesting, yeah. Because it's like, where is the line of the whole likability of DAWless is getting away from the DAW, the screen, getting these portable pieces. And then this does that, but it's also a DAW. So is it, that's, it's interesting. Like, where is the line for that? Curtis, what were you going to say? Well, I think I wonder if it's a bit in the name of uh, where, what is the potential? Is this the first step in what could potentially be another form of hybridity? Like we we see where for, I'm, I'm, I've got the marketing in my head because the next segment is the marketing minute. But you think if we think <laughs> about where Spotify began and about where it's going now and it's completely different. It's completely changed. Right. And yes, this might seem expensive and it might seem like uh, it's kind of what's the point. But I mean we don't know where it could potentially go in the future um it is a lovely way of having a very much a dedicated daw um in a in a kind of a more doorless fashion um with the ability to move and record on the go like that's that's kind of cool you can just scratch things down you know like if you're i'm thinking about like when i'm working at, if i'm at work or something like that you can just scratch something down now i know we have the able to note for midi but this also does audio you can plug your guitars and stuff directly into it if you want to you can connect a midi controller to it directly if you want to and mm-hmm. it's the beginning of something I that's what i mean about where is this line of the dollars doll i mean obviously yes it's a doll so it's not dollars but like that's when you get a circuit tracks so you can connect MIDI yeah. to it with the SP, you can plug in and MPC. you get all these effects in the SP with the MPC. That's almost bridging the gap as well. It's like it's it's interesting to just think like where is this com- or what is this competing with? Like this new standalone version, is it competing with MPCs, SPs, and things like that, or is it competing with laptops and other DAWs, or is it trying to be both? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, so but is again, it this is market for a converged product. Yeah, or is it the ultimate? hedging your bets it's interesting yeah exactly yeah and uh, some of the chat some of the chat hydrofighter says agree with some more from earlier for the price you can get more out of a laptop Mm -hmm. yeah i I mean that's my thing is you could get a laptop and like you have curtis the what is it the launch pad Mm -hmm. you know and then i mean yeah it's not as sweet complete or whatever as uh as what this push would have but it's a lot cheaper or at least a lot more customizable in that way um and then J Bell says, "I will trash it for you, Sun Warper. It's too expensive." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Bendu says, "Is it easier to learn than the Octatrack?" I I don't have an Octatrack, but from watching videos, I think most things are probably easier to learn. 
Uh, Evil Ririo, sorry if I mispronounced that, says what Bendu says. And he also asks if we can have a cat reveal, please. I mean, Steve <laughs> usually comes on the show, the the one cat. But yeah, I'm not sure if Tina's been on. Yeah. She's a bit more shy. She's a bit more shy in ADHD. So she kind of just runs around mentally. Um, the we'll chat's see. going nuts. So just a couple more. But uh, Jay yeah, yeah, says, I own Ultimate Control. And I was just perusing yeah. i don't know if it's because i just saw that mortal Kombat announcement but i just saw the k and thought mortal Kombat for some reason but <laughs> ultimate control <laughs> he's at a lot of vsts if native released a keyboard that allows you to install vsts on it and, and eliminate the need of connecting to a laptop i'd be interested in that isn't mm. machine kind of akin to that because yeah. that's native instruments right yeah and then bendy the says thing. i think regarding the push it's trying to be the heart of a dollar setup. Yeah, but my that question makes is, sense. does it end being dollars at that point? Because it's literally Ableton on a piece of heart. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. Sorry, but he says, you've hit 300 subs. Well, thank you for everybody Woo! that subscribed. And uh, we appreciate all of you. Yeah. Thank you for every single one of them. Yeah, thank you. Justice so for Tina. Yeah, you got to show <laughs> Tina now. She's she's sleeping. I mean, she might pop up in the live stream afterwards. We'll see. Steve uh, gets all the attention. Tina. Steve does. Well. Yeah, Steve. Steve hogs the attention. That's true. He does. He is. He's usually his asshole. Um. So yeah. Um. <laughs> um. We'll have to see. Um. I like this idea again. So it, coming back to what. Uh, Bender was saying about being the heart of a doorless setup. Um, and you're saying, oh, where's the line? Maybe this is the musical version of becoming a single consciousness where there is no door, doorless. It's but I mean, just, why not just is. connect a laptop then? Like that's what I'm doing. And you can control a DAW with sequen uh, with sequencers or something, right? You know? True. Yeah, totally. I mean, I wonder if it's again, it's like that note because you've got that syncability, right? You can go and create a scratch in the park. Right. And then you can just plug in and go directly into it. What it does, it does session view, but there's no arrangement view. So mm. you can go and make some scratches out somewhere on the fly, or you can go for a jam session with your mates where you're all plugged in or something like that. And then you can take it back. It's, I suppose it's just about that kind of, um, clink, uh, click clunk and just kind of like get yeah. everything in. I, I mean, I'm just saying, interestingly, like you can do that with an SP or especially with an MPC, which is basically a DAW in a thing already. I guess it's just if you use Ableton, it's kind of that interconnectivity of having everything mm. synchronized with the Ableton workflow, which mm. is cool. And J-Bell said, yeah, but a keyboard, not a pad push like machine. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. I was just saying that there is kind of a thing, you know, you could plug in probably a keyboard or something but yeah uh, this is probably a question for eon lake but uh not jbell sorry jbell but i will cover that push three is for someone like curtis who actually likes the feel of it as an instrument i guess yeah i suppose so uh here's the question on another note do you guys have any recs for good soundboards that are cheap ish soundboards what for the computers or i don't know let us know uh evil rio yeah let us know what have we got next curtis uh well that is all the news uh for the week um so if there's anything we've missed again as ever please let us know uh we are just a couple of dudes um who find the news um that kind of rhymes so oh, real quick uh, while you're figuring uh, out if that rhymed or not he asked if for or they asked for my pc um right so i mean i'm only using external sound mixes or sound cards these days mm -hmm. so i've i've had a lot of um mileage with with the um, scarlet ones they do quite well yeah. um presonus is another good manufacturer 
I don't know that they're particularly cheap, but um, they've got a good reputation amongst their customers mm. for having things that um, that do the job and are reliable. But yeah, uh, Focusrite and and uh, Presonus are the only ones I've ever really used. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't like to recommend anything that I haven't actually used in Anger apart from that. Don't know about you guys. That about covers it. Curtis, do you have something in mind? I like uh, the SSL one though, but that's really expensive. Mm, and it's yes, only like, yeah, not many inputs. Mm. Um the if you want maximum of input, the M Audio eight track is really cool. I've used that quite a bit, and that's that's really nice. That's great for like a like a garage band or a jam jam band or something like that. I use the Roland Rubik's forty four. Um, only four inputs, but it also doubles up uh, because it has like live capabilities and stuff. You can mix in compression and limiting on it, so you can, like I say, you can produce live. Um, Evil Rio, Re Rio, Re Rio, please let us know what we're saying. Um, it was a voice mods. Um, I actually got a separate piece of kit. I use a TC Helicon, um, TC Helicon C1, which is a pitch correction thing, which really modulates your voice. That's really fun and quite cheap and just fun to fuck around with. Basically, I'm gonna throw out a weird one the SB404 Mark II. Of course, USB audio. <laughs> you can have buses that do mastering with compression cassette sim any of that stuff and i believe it has it definitely has a vocal shifter and i think if you're using audio input you can even have pitch correction on there there's a lot of stuff you can have on it and like i said it does audio over usb there's a ton of stuff so yeah there's a lot to check out i've only ever really used a focus right as my main one and then like i said the 404 for certain things yeah. but yeah and then just we've gotten I'm some viewers surprised. on recently so if you came on for uh if you came on for the giveaway that was near the start of it, but just to reiterate the contest that we're doing, you get, if we get the top two comments on this video after it airs talking about what the most inventive ideas you can think of using a noise app, like the Bruhaheiser um, for, for music making the two that get liked the most likes will get, an app or an app giveaway or the app code, I'm sorry. And then we'll also be doing that on our Spotify at, on Saturday. So yeah, just wanted to get that before we switch over to marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Curtis, actually, correct me I, if I'm wrong. It's been a minute. So I, I had to go off. I don't have it on my notes here. So I was just <laughs> going off memory. <laughs> yeah, no, we are, we're in the marketing now. Uh, very much in the marketing. Um, yeah, SP4. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. 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 at home. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, yeah, so this is a very quick marketing uh, minute, literally quite maybe more, a bit more than a minute. But um, in the whole controversy drama uh, of Twitter being taken over by Elon Musk and coming into contro controversy, Instagram are uh, looking to create their own Twitter-like clone, uh, which is compatible with things like Mastodon, for example, which is really interesting. So a standalone decentralized social network for sharing text updates as opposed to photograph updates. Um, if I pop this into the stream so we can see here, um, don't know what it's about, but it's likely to be launching this year. Um, basically, I think, uh, what did I call this one? What did I call this one? The marketing minute, yes, uh, Twitstagram. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> name me the word twit for anyone who, uh, for our kind of English speaking, uh, like our uh, English people in the in the, the word twit, because uh, you have to be using it. But um, 
really interesting idea. Um, another social media, another thing coming, another idea, another thing that's linked ultimately to Facebook. Um, it's that it's like Heineken owning all the lagers in the world. You know, it's like you have that illusion of choice, which is really interesting. Um, but I just wanted to bring it to people's attentions. Um, what I find really interesting, like I say, is it it will be compatible with uh, uh, interoperable. Sorry, with Mastodon, which is interesting to me. I still haven't um, explored Mastodon um, yeah, because social media it makes me sad inside. But times. Say that again, Eon. Like, We're behind the times. Eon Lake is on it. Yeah, even I'm on it. Come on. Oh, so tell us, what's it, what's it like busy. over there? <laughs> it's like a it's like a pound shop Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't used it a lot. It works for sharing messages with like-minded people. Um, I like some of the some of the um, some of the. Uh, ideas and thinking about the way that it's built and that it's decentralized and all the rest of it you know but um and it, and it's you know open source code as well i think isn't it i don't know but I, I like that aspect of it but i haven't used it a great deal to be honest um just prepped it you know when elon came along started messing everything up um just in case you know like a lot of other people mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think it's definitely worth if it is going to be integrated with uh Macedon in that way it may be it'll give it a little bit of a boost um mm. but it's going to be decentralized to a degree it is instagram but it's not instagram and it's a whole thing and i don't i don't go on twitter much as in i use twitter and i go on it a bit and i've recently used it more but i don't know how i'm not affected by the drama because i don't pay attention to the drama and i just kind of go no, hey really to be honest um but it could be an interesting way um so yeah, that's my take on it, Sam Walter. I mean, I'd like anything that adds more options, right? Just because hopefully that breeds competition and less stagnation or something like that. That's, I mean, I, I'm sick of all these different social media things and, you know, different different considerations in terms of their algorithms and stuff like that. But I guess that's just par for the course. But uh, FCC is in the chat. He says, hey, guys, so late today. Our label mate, Frequency Control Center, welcome. We're happy to have you. No worries about being late. We're just happy to have you with us. And um, he also says that uh, Mastodon does feel nice like Twitter from the old times. And we also have, oh, my God, guys, get, get in. Let's take a photo for my Twitstagram. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Evil. I, I mean, I would think it was just almost certain to fail, were it not for the fact that they've made sure that it it will work with another competitor. So that's actually yeah. pretty savvy, I think. Mm -hmm. I interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, that is a good point. So we're gonna have to see where that pans yeah. out. Um, we'd like to know if anyone's using it. We'd like to know where everyone thinks about that. Um, as ever, we are just a couple of dudes with a YouTube channel, uh, which is growing but we do this for you. So we'd like to know what you guys think in the channel or watching back. Is this something that you would be interested in? Is this something that you might adopt as we move further into the social media murky world of Jesus Christ? Let's have a look. Yeah. And what is it they need to fix in doing this? Mm. I'd like oh, to that's a great that. question. That's a great question. What are they missing? Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the marketing minute. Very short this week. Uh, shall we continue to the round robin for now? Yeah, let's do it. Mm. Cool. 
Yeah, hang on, let me bring up the right banner. Ta-da! Effects on the master. For anyone new, we have got a few new subscribers, and we've got a few new people over on the Spotify. The Spotify is growing every week. We thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's wonderful to have you here. Um, The Round Robin is our discussion segment where we throw something out into the world and we kind of chew on it together through chew it on it the people in the comments chew on it but it ultimately it's a community discussion it's also a point where if you are a patron you come onto the show um but yeah so if any yeah, patrons, patrons if are, you want to hop on the link is in the twitter chat yeah um it's very much um so this week i bring it to the table guys i bring it to the collective community table effects chain on your master is it sacrilege or is it saving time? Having effects involved. Um, usually with these cases, we always have different, various different ideas of where we're going. Would anyone like to particularly bring it up today? Who would like to kick yeah. off? Yeah, yeah like not been here. Let's have him go first. Yeah. It's wrong. You should never do it. If you're doing this at home, you should just quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We have missed you. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I'm joking, and obviously, I have effects on my on my master. Um, that being said, um, there are reasons to do it and not do it, and I think knowing those is a good idea. So um, I always uh, have one effect on my master channel, and that's basically that corrects my monitoring so that it sounds flat. So that's not really. I have to have to remember to take it off when I um, print stems or anything because otherwise <laughs> it print that monitor correction and it sounds terrible. But um, <laughs> apart from that, sometimes I do use just just control the peaks, the very peaks, a little bit on the main mix um, when I bounce it out. <laughs> You've been Im- immortalized in the internet. Like you should just quit. Yeah, like nine oh three trying to Wednesday. Clickbait, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes control that, but I, even then, I'm very careful and I do it with mid side compression. So I only sit on the center channel. I don't sit on the edges, so you don't really hear it as much. Um, but what I do do, and what a lot of people do recommend, is um, mixing into compression. Um, mm. So um, I'm almost always got the uh, Drama multiband compressor on there. Was it the 1973 compressor? It's awesome. Um, or some of the SSL um, panel compressors, bus compressors. Um, just to get an idea of what subsequent, you know, mastered versions of the song will do. Because as you know, you know, if you're bringing down the peaks, you're bringing up the noise floor. And you will alter the balance of your mix slightly by controlling that dynamic range. So it's often a good idea to mix into a compressor so that you can hear that effect and get your balance right. And then you can take the compressor off when you print your song. And that way you still got, you know, the ability to have that control at the mastering stage and to do these things. But you've also taken that a little bit into account into how you've um, balanced and, uh, set up your mix that's my recommendation that is a great way that's a great way to kick us off that's a very dare i say it's a very engineering kind of good way of doing it from the start it's the classic kind of like if you're going to do it 
do it this way. And so that's a great way to do it. I like that. Some yeah, the beginning was a joke, though. I was just <laughs> no, I thought joke. that was just your motivational speech for the day. <laughs> just quit. Just quit. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right. See ya. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm a little different from Eon Lake. Um, I think if you know what you're doing with compression and things like that, it's not a bad idea to have it on and things like that. And I get what Eon Lake is saying uh, about having it to know what it's going to, how it's going to color it. My one thing though, is then you're, if you take it off and you send it to a mastering engineer and they do compression kind of differently or something, you've mixed it for the way you do compression, not the way that they would do it, which might differ or they might use different plugins that, do a little bit of different coloring or something like that. Sometimes you don't hear a huge difference. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. And I mean, like what I do is I mix first without anything on it. And then as I'm kind of ramping up towards the mastering, I just throw my full mastering chain on that. I don't do the two track anymore because I kind of know what I'm doing. And I prefer having that. If I need to go back and make changes, I don't have to go back to the mix one, change that, export it, throw it into the two bus. The two bus is better because you, or the two track is better. Like bouncing out a mix, with nothing on it, putting it in a new project file and mastering it there, you see peaks, you can actually see the waveform as it is and things like that. But I've been doing it for a while and I know what I'm looking for and things like that. So I prefer to just make those changes there. So yeah, I mean, it's whatever works for you and how you feel comfortable, I think is the best thing. Hmm. Especially if you understand the trade-offs and you're doing what you do for a reason. Yeah. Have a plan. Yeah. Have a plan. Come with a plan or quit. Eon Lake. That's the one. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> plan or quit. That's the next uh, <laughs> uh, the chat's been quite alive. I'm seeing. Uh some more, but do you wanna do you wanna bring that in? Yeah, JFL. JFL says uh just slap a reverb on the master, one long reverb for the for the lulls. <laughs> and Terry Tail says that what you do, Eon, with the uh the compressor, that's what he does. And yeah, frequency control center. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think he's a fan of the 1973 as well. Mm. Yeah. I got to check that out. Yeah. FCC says, love all this technical stuff. I generally have no clue. So it's great to get these nuggets of info. <laughs> and Evil Rio says, I think our next topic should be convincing you all to buy those e-girl cat headsets and wearing them during the stream. Wow. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. Head to, head to Patreon. We'll see where we're at. We'll yeah. Curtis, Curtis can have the, the cat with him. Because I mm-hmm. guess the cats just don't want to come on today. And I, I, I saw the chat above is uh, pretty upset about that. You're failing the chat, Curtis. I, I am, mean, I'm sorry. We got cats were missing cats. The lack of cats is gravely upsetting. I mean, you know, <laughs> and then Eon like just tells them to quit. I mean, uh, come on, guys. I mean, we're, we're, a, we're a music production show. About 50, 50% of our uh, chat has been about my cats this week. So uh, I will bring <laughs> Steve and Tini. You can find them on my Instagram. And they do turn up in the live stream. Steve likes this chair when I'm not seeing it. So Back to music, though. Back to music, yeah. Survey Channel says I use the, what is it? How do you pronounce that? Drama, drama, drama. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-three and dangerous backs EQ on a submaster. I don't take them off when printing, though. Interesting. Are no. you doing what kind of? How much compression are you doing before you're sending it to someone to master? Because I typically like to not have anything kind of colored with master if I'm mastering someone's work, like with Curtis or anybody on the label or anything like that. I'm like, hey, send me one without compression because then you get more room to do that sort of thing. Bendu says, I've used the universal audio tape sim plugin on my master in the past. Bad idea. No, I mean, nope. that that there's also this whole idea that's not compression necessarily. I guess it's kind of, but adding color and things like that to a whole 
mix isn't necessarily a bad thing. It really, like mm -hmm. everything, it depends on the context. If you're going yeah. for that older sound or something like yeah. that, you know, that's something to it's consider. Yeah, and then Hydro Fighter says, I've played around with the filters on the master primarily just to do a high pass on the overall mix as an effect, kind of like a fade out. Yeah, that's an yeah. interesting way to do it. And uh, he says, mm. not sure if I like it yet or not. <laughs> Give oh, the yeah. people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, I have been oh, there you go. a few times. That's hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, but actually, as an effect, so it goes choppy, actually put very intrusive effects on the uh, master but yeah only a couple of times well, okay um, we got another question about mixers but we're running short on time so we can cover that in a later episode that would be something good for curtis probably because that's something i guess you i would assume you're dealing with at the moment about mixers for a theater venue yeah solid budget well okay so the, the standard let's, let's hold on let's talk about it another episode we're short on oh. time right, <laughs> we okay, will get okay. to that in another episode though and survey channel says about the compression that it's very gentle yeah so that's maybe if it's more as just a coloring yeah. kind of thing that yeah it's just, cool just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit you know yeah it's up yeah. the low end especially the, that 1973 yeah really tighten up the low end nicely i like that um, I take a slightly different approach to my uh, master effects chain um, in the fact that I put everything on there a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> I always I always have a visualizer, spectrum visualizer, because obviously in my ear, so I check I check the bass and I check kind of the balance of it in mm -hmm. its own right. I always have one of those on. But also, um, I, t I have been playing around a lot with uh, granulizers and with uh, crush. Um, crush um what's it called bit crushing yeah bit crushing filters um i play around with a lot with delays and reverbs to go off j bell's comment um and what i like to do is i like to automate them and mm. so the whole track has got nothing for example and then as it fades out you might kind of like you hear it a lot in fragments so i love doing it with ambient music and with the gentle stuff instead of like a, a normal fade out it kind of like just starts crackling and it's mm -hmm. almost like yeah. the, the yeah. tape itself is just like kind of destroying in space and time. And I love that. Um, yeah. I really enjoy playing around with that. That's I really like to do that. Um, and um, the same goes for, like I say, it goes for, for delays and it goes for even overdrive a couple of times, um, distortions mm -hmm. and stuff. You can have a lot of fun with mangling the sounds on the master to kind of create that um effect of something happening to the tape itself um we did it with interstellar daydream it was but like would you consider that like mastering effects or is that effects kind of like how bendu's talking about it where it's More treating the sounds right well, I, I i do a bit of that as well especially in the live stuff that i've been doing mm -hmm. i've got a chain I've got a glue compressor. I've got a limiter on that, and that's more yeah. for treating, so the sound comes out for the live production. Mm -hmm. side of I'm live as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tend to, in a similar vein to you, because some of you do obviously you do all my mastering for me. The I tend to put stuff on there just to kind of see how it plays out. Yeah, and then obviously get rid of it and everything like that before I send it to you. Because um, again, you want to hear the whole final final product, so to speak, in its own right. Make yeah. it without, add it on, and then take it off to send it to the master. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think Good that's luck. it for the round robin. So, Eon Lake, what have you got going on this week? 
What have I got, got going on this week? Hmm. I'm still on my rest a bit, actually, but I will be using an SP404 as a sound card in the near future. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. Course you will. Better have another drink there, survey channel. <laughs> <laughs> and Curtis, what about you? What do you got going on this week? Uh, I'm going to have a look at something different, I think. I've spent a lot of time in Ableton. I've spent a lot of time exp uh, exploring new VSTs. I think I've neglected this uh, old turnover for a while, so I think I'm going to go back to some sound design, taking taking a, uh, a sine wave or a sawtooth and just seeing where I go. Um, and um, we have a we have a collaborative live stream upcoming. Um, yeah. So I think I need to send you a I need to send you a sample for tomorrow. So I think that's where I'm going to start. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. and you're going live in like an hour, right? Thirty minutes, something like that. The it depends on how long it takes after our uh, our post show autopsy, for one of a better phrase. Um, hey, wow, that's dark. Debrief, debrief, yeah. Um, but yeah, either uh, Central European time, either ten between ten and ten thirty. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll be playing around with your samples, your brand new sample pack. Um, yeah, me and Sunwolf are trying something cool where we're swapping samples and then live streaming with each other's sounds. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm kicking that off tonight. Yeah, and then tomorrow I'll be going live, and I have a poll on my YouTube channel with what genre to make. So as of now, it's been pretty neck and neck <laughs> between jazzy lo-fi with guitar sampling or dark synthwave on the circuit tracks. This is pretty neck and neck. So if you want to decide what track I'm going to make with those sounds Ooh. that Curtis sends. Vote over there. Sun Warper is my YouTube channel. That's a tough one. Yeah. There is also Remix slash Flip, my new track, but that one's at like 26%. I think people so want the, the dark synth wave or the jazzy lo-fi, so we'll see. How dark we'll see. is the dark synth wave, though? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> is it like Death Warper? Or... No, no, no. We'll get there soon. Yeah, we'll get there soon. We'll get there soon. <laughs> It's going to be a fun one. Um, we'd like to know, thank you for everyone for tuning in this week. Um, they are, it's been lovely to hang out with you. Chat's been very alive today. Um, and it's lovely to hear what you guys are up to and what you think about what we're saying, because we're just droning on about our ideas. So it's really nice to hear your different ideas, particularly for me, at least. I love it. Yeah. And the desire to see cats. Uh, we got yeah. one next episode. I expect cats. You'll have to tune in to see. I mean, we yeah. can't make promises, you know, and we also got, just cats, 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 cats. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And Curtis, one more time. Can you give the details for the giveaway? Yes. So uh, let me just uh, go, go back up to our docket so I can see. Um, so, yeah, we have uh, two codes on the YouTube, one code on the Spotify. The question is, what is the most inventive way that you can see using uh, this app for your own workflow, this no noise generation app? How would you use it? and put it down in the comments below after the show people go and like and support other people's ideas the ones with the most likes uh, on the youtube the two top likes will get a get a code and the one on the spotify as well uh will give you a code on spotify when it goes live on saturday yeah and we will announce the winners next episode so tune in and we'll let you know who wins so yeah uh ian like anything you want to add good luck to everyone entering Curtis, anything? Uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you ever so much. Uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I look forward to hearing what people have got because I'm going to nick their ideas. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot of potential with it. So I'm very curious, as you're saying, to see what we're going to do. Uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Mm, very much so. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching.